What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 2236 Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and alongside me tonight, I got the host of Whatever Talk. It is Yun Twist himself. What's up, Donnie? What up, Joe? I love podcasting. I just realized that maybe talking is my therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, brother. Podcasting and music are, my, are definitely my source of therapy. So, Donnie, you know, we started this podcast a few years ago, and we uh, put out a pilot episode on the Loot Bros podcast feed, uh, just kind of get a feel for what people, you know, might think of this type of show. Would this work? Would this not work? Uh, and we got positive reception, so we posted a few extra episodes, but those episodes were lost in the ether, lost on the internet. Um, and then through various life changes and things, we decided we would shelf the project until a later date. So now here I am, and I've called you onto the show, and I appreciate you joining me so we can uh, get together and rate the Resident Evil games. Now, a listener for the Loot Bros podcast wrote in and said, Hey, I would love to hear you just break down your favorite Resident Evil games, top 10, top 20, what have you. Uh, so that, Donnie, is why we're here tonight. Uh, and so I'm very excited for us to tackle this together. So now, right before the show, you know, you and I were having a conversation about, you know, survival horror games and the balance of fun and tension. And over the years, survival horror as a whole kind of took a, a bit of a dive, a bit of a dip. And what I realized as I was making my list for this week's topic, um, that the, the games that I enjoyed the most, the games I had the most fun with, weren't exactly the most, the scariest games. And you had mentioned that... I wasn't ready for Dead Space, and I just wanted to let you know that uh, the morning after we record this, uh, a listener and I will be getting together and playing through Dead Space 3 together. But I hope you guys have fun, because it's not scary. <laughs> so fun is... Oh, you're right. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. What I was going to say is, you're right. I mean, I've played it before, uh, and the first couple hours of it wasn't that scary, but... I just never completed the game, uh, and so I'm starting over fresh, you know, with a friend, and we're gonna knock it out. But that said, friend is the one who had rode into the show and was like, "Hey, I want you guys to list the Resident Evil games," uh, and and so I had to call my buddy Donnie. I had to call you up, bro, and I was like, "We have to put together this list uh, and come through." You know, and figured out which ones were the best. And as I was going through the list, I realized that the the ones that I had the most fun with were actually the ones that weren't very scary. So <laughs> then I had to, you know, I'm like coming through this list. I'm like, am I even a real survivor horror fan, <laughs> or am I just a big freaking poser? <laughs> am my own fandom deceiving me? <laughs> I'm a poser. I'm not even the real deal. <laughs> I tricked myself. <laughs> yeah, here I am saying I'm a OG. I'm a real deal Resident Evil fan, survival horror fan. <laughs> and I'm over here thinking, they don't get no more real than this. And then I put my list together and I'm like, wait a second. Uh, and wait, I, get, I make fun of guys like me. Exactly. And now you're getting scared over Colossus with a rocket. That ain't scary. That's not scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Donnie, are you ready to get into us listing and rating our favorite Resident Evil games? Yes, I am ready, but I will tell you that I am not as ready as you think. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that I haven't played. It's only 
the numbered ones and maybe like five of the just titled ones that I play. Well, that's all right, because the numbered ones are the, are the ones that were specifically requested and have been deemed the most important. Those are the ones that matter anyway. Well, no, they don't. No, they don't, Rashley. They don't actually. I'm sorry to talk to you. They actually don't. Uh, the, the number one matter and about the five that I just, that I'm going to say that's not numbered actually do matter. So this is one of the franchises that the spinoffs do actually matter. <laughs> and the best part is just when you think they don't matter, three or four spinoff games later, they'll release a file or something. And now you're like, oh, wait, now all this stuff is canon. <laughs> all right. So this is how we're going to do this. Normally, when you give a top 10 list, you uh, you go starting from the worst to the best, you know, 10 to one and you give them, you know, all the, the fodder to begin with. But what we're going to do is we're going to flip it on his head and we're going to start with our favorite games in the franchise and work our way down to the ones that maybe aren't our favorite or just didn't quite stack up to the better games. <laughs> all the ones that came out in the past five years, except for seven and two. <laughs> All right, well, I'll let you go first, Donnie. What is your number one favorite Resident Evil game of all time? My favorite Resident Evil game, I'm sticking with 4. I, I like 4. What made 4 my number one is it branched off from that tank control over to more fluent control, and you can aim your weapon different body points or you, you can just aim it and on top of all of that they still kept the horror now the story was a little whack but everything else about the game was really good the story could have been cool if it wasn't for the freaking president's daughter f her <laughs> and sadler god he was awful well, no, he actually was dope no wait a minute sadler sadler is, is that the midget yeah, the little guy. Yeah, he was cool. No, God no. <laughs> Ugh. He, he kept comic relief happening. More like cringe relief. <laughs> he made he made Leon he made Leon look more of a badass than Leon actually is. But then he grows to be. <laughs> you're right. You're right. He does grow to be pretty bad. But you know. My favorite Resident Evil game of all time is no surprise if you followed any of the podcasts or any of the shows that I've been on, you guys know that I'm going to say Resident Evil 2, the original on PS1. Oh, I was going to say Resident Evil 2, the new one, because I know my man. <laughs> was well, definitely not the new one. Uh, I really like the new one, but the original is the best one. And the reason why the original is the best one is because the story was the best, the character interactions, the scenario A, the scenario B, like the horror and the action mix was perfect. Like there is no Resident Evil that has ever captured the uh, that feel uh, like the original Resident Evil 2 did. And that is a game that I go back to year after year. I replay it all the time. It is just wonderful. And one of the things that it does better than the remake 
it is because it's the original is it captured the character interactions and the the choice that was important of whether or not you use certain items because then when your next playthrough when you're the next character going through the opposite end of the game these things matter and you might not leave something for that person you might need it uh the scenario b was a little bit tougher so you really had like weight and gravity to your choices and at the end of the game the characters and all their interactions mattered and it paid off for the story uh, and it was just wonderful, fantastic uh, uh, masterclass in gaming. Still, my all-time favorite game. I have not played anything else that has captured um, the feeling that I get playing through that game. It is truly fantastic. Awesome, it's a good one. It's um not it's in the top three. Am I? Mm-hmm. All right, Donnie. What is your number two? Number two is Resident Evil. Evan, yes, I jumped so many of them, but it is a reason for me. Uh, if you any heard, if you if you paid attention to me throughout trophy horrors and any other guests I'm to have podcast that I am a fan of evolution in gaming, so I grow out of the grow, grow out of the PlayStation 1 type place gaming. So that being said, that's why Resident Evil 7 is very high at the list because that and after all the years in game titles that took away from what Resident Evil is about for the most part, Resident Evil 7 brought it back with the vengeance. With vengeance, it said, you know what? I got this. I got this. You, you, you want to be scared? You want to get sent to the hospital for a heart attack? I got you. I do that <laughs> Dude, for, for real. Like literal tension. I can feel it in my chest. <laughs> Like exactly. Straight but up. <laughs> it was awesome. Me being the 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 living embodiment of Resident Evil Seven. It's like I got you, but I will apologize for first person. <laughs> 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 yeah, for real. You remember that angry teenager phase? <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the heck I was thinking. You know what? I I got an idea and execute it instead of getting the idea, thinking about it, and then executing it. That was that's that's what happened. <laughs> it was a good game, though. Real good game. Did you ever get the platinum? Yes, I got the platinum trophy for Resident Evil 7. Oh, yeah, that's another big thing that I like about Resident Evil 7. They brought back what game completion is all about. Like, we complete the game not to only just, ooh, I beat it now, I see the ending. But we also play the game the multiple times for the bonuses. Like Resident Evil 7 brought that back to the franchise as well. I I, I can't stress that enough to developers. Give us completion bonuses. Like w- these games are not as easy as they used to be and or hard, um, hard as they you know, or vice versa. You know where it goes, it's like you work hard to get to the credit and 
you just get a want to play again and i gotta go through all that hard stuff all over again like no i just did this junk on mega hard and it took a fruit they shot me in the eyelash and i died like oh i don't want to go through that no more i want to be a god now you know what i'm saying so resident evil 7 they brought that back like i said they came back with vengeance Yes, sir. Yes, they did. So, uh, well, that brings me to my number two, and it is a bit the opposite of yours being number seven. Mine is Resident Evil 5, my number two favorite Resident Evil game. <laughs> is it opposite by number or opposite by... No. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil 5 is uh, not the scariest Resident Evil game ever made, but my God, it was so much fun to play. Um, I can't think of one single scare in the entire game, actually. <laughs> so. Well, it's there. It's dead when you hit start. When you hit start, it said Resident Evil. That was scary. <laughs> That's about the scariest thing in the game, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but it didn't stop me from having the absolute time of my life playing that game. Um, I've told the story on many, many podcasts. One of my good friends and old bandmates uh, was getting married, and for his little bachelor party thing, you know, we all got Resident Evil 5, picked up our pre orders, picked up our consoles, and stayed up all night playing the game in co op, and it was freaking amazing. <laughs> That's what you messed up. That was scary. 360. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Scariest part of the whole experience. <laughs> but 100% the game on 360, a platinum on PS3, I'm platinum on PS4, and I've almost 100%ed again on Xbox One. But I've loved that game. It is so much fun to play. It's very action packed, uh, but it's one of the best co op games ever made. Drop in, drop out, just seamless fun. Uh, and that there lies the problem is that I just had so much fun playing the game, uh, but we were never scared, not once. Like, everybody complained about Sheva. Oh, I like Sheva. Sheva was, she was doing her thing with me every time I played. Well, she was terrible and professional. Like, she was good on the other okay, difficulties. Okay, I give you that. I yeah, professional, yeah. she was Yeah, I give you useless. that. I give you that. And besides her not being what everybody claims her to be with me, uh, she was... A little trigger happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ammo yeah, is so. <laughs> I really liked her as a character, and I thought she was good. She was tough. She was written well. I mean, decent enough for how they kind of threw her in there with no real backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought uniform. she was a good addition mm-hmm. to the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a thing. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed that game immensely, and I, I enjoyed playing it with people. Played it by myself. Uh, but here I am, yeah, number two of the Resident Evil list, and it's uh, not the uh, most survival uh, horror yeah. game on the list. Yep, yep. You said it. You had a blast. <laughs> I sure did. Uh, <laughs> Didn't get scared a bit, but I did get my heart a little bit of a break, so there's yeah. that. But we play Resident Evil, or we, we prepare our heart for Resident Evil, and that happens. Five come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah dude that game came out I'm like no energy drinks nothing to get my blood pressure up no caffeine gonna do a little bit of cardio kind of take care of the heart for a change gonna play the game <laughs> freaking not scary at all cause I'm punching boulders man I'm bad exactly you went from being a freaking 
just a police officer to being a freaking hawk. <laughs> He's a <Dude>. Marvel character <laughs> now. I know, right? <laughs> but you got to ask yourself, how many times you got to save the world before you just start juicing I, I, and taking steroids? I still think Chris is <laughs> T-Virus microdosing. <laughs> I still Dude, believe it. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it, only, only other character that can punch a boulder that is n- technically not human anymore in that game was Wesley. <laughs> <And> Truth, <laughs> Chris. I don't care how big you got, you should not be able to punch a boulder into a lava. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Resident Evil Five is a lot of things, but the one constant that everyone remembers is the scene where you're punching a giant boulder in that middle of a volcano. You can't. can't get past it. You just can't. <laughs> because It's like two things. Like I know logic in video games is not supposed to be there. <laughs> but when you have fun and think about it like that, two things is happening in that scene that should not be happening. For one, they're breathing. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in the volcano. Yes. <laughs> They're breathing. Just that's just that alone. But for him to be breathing and still have the strength to even tap on a boulder, let alone uppercut it into some lava. <laughs> you didn't get that from CrossFit. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh man, but yeah, that, that's I, I, I like it. I have fun as well. To keep things moving, I guess I'll go to kind of run along with five. All right, Donnie, what is um, your Resident Evil 3? I mean, uh, your number three on the list. <laughs> it is Resident Evil 3. No, it's not. No, oh, it's not. Oh, snap. It's I not. thought I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I thought no, I guessed it. number two. Uh, and the original number two. Now, I said original number two. It actually, me, me being me right now, I will say Resident Evil uh, the remake to the remake, but fuck, <laughs> but Resident Evil Two is, 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 is what's the word I'm looking for? It's in nostalgic. <laughs> Here we go. Not only is it nostalgic, it's like the actually it's the second horror game that I ever played. And it was dope. I I enjoyed being scared. Like that's the only game where well, not the only. My bad. I was about to uh in case I become president in the future. I don't want this to come back. Tell no lies. Not the only game, but the first game I realized I can scream like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in the very beginning, as soon as you make it to the police station, and we all know the hallway. Oh, yes. <laughs> we all know oh, arms. Yeah. They'll get you. <laughs> yeah, so. You walk by that window? Man, that liquor? Oh, that too. Mm-hmm. I think it was bad, yeah, dude. And everything that you said about Resident Evil 2 as well is, is I'm saying the same thing, piggyback off of it. That game is, it's, to me, that is one of, matter of fact, that's not one of, it's the biggest mistake that Resident Evil 2 Remake doesn't have. I don't see why, especially with the system it's bought to go into 
PlayStation 5 now, the next generation, and you still couldn't have the capabilities of doing that, it's no reason why everything you explain about your number one, which is Resident Evil 2, could not be in that game and more. Oh, I agree. A hundred percent. But uh, my number three on the list of Resident Evil games ranked uh, would be Resident Evil 4. Uh, one of the most mind-blowing best games I'd ever played up to that time. Um, I picked it up on the GameCube, just had an absolute blast, a third person over the shoulder. Uh, there was a lot of horror left in the game, uh, but being able to run around and have a new camera view, be able to aim at things, it was just so eye-opening. It was a really lengthy game, too. I just had such a blast, and I played it over and over and over again. Uh, it had great boss fights. Um, it, a little cheesy dialogue. It has some cheesy characters, and uh, you know Ashley was a cheesy character as well. Sadler was booty, but I mean, just the uh, inventory system, and everything was so good. She is the only character in video game history, movie history, TV show history that I can think of that cannot maneuver away from Walking Dead type zombies. <laughs> so slow she can't dodge them. exactly she literally does the Austin power when the no in the factory no no in the factory when he just yelling yeah the, the bulldozer is about to run him over and the bulldozer it takes like 20 minutes to get to the other end of the bomb plant that's exactly funny. that's her and then she just standing there while the freaking zombie is literally three blocks in around the corner yelling Leon 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 Leon, Leon. Leon. so terrible stop looking under my dress well <laughs> the, Ashley aside the thing that I dislike the most about the game at least for a while was the struggle that they went away from regular zombies and moved on to these lost Pelagas and I was like wait a second these things aren't slow moving. They're, you know, moving in groups. They're communicating. I was like, this is not, you know, traditional zombies like I like. So it took me a while to get over that. And lo and behold, that would be the least of my worries when it comes time for Resident Evil 6. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as an old school zombie fan, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, you know, the Romero games... Like I, I was, I wasn't even really a fan of like the fast-paced rage zombies. Like Twenty Days Later, just I just like the slow moving. Not, you don't even yeah, have to be just like the slow. Just typical resonating. Well, you know, I just was used to it, man. That's what I wanted, you know. Uh, but I ended up having such a blast with the game. I enjoyed the game so much uh, that I even wrote a song uh, called Chicago Typewriter with my band Ninja Loot, uh, and it actually went on to be one of our most popular songs. <laughs> You had to get that uh, infinite Tommy gun. You know, had to be mm-hmm. had to meet with the merchant, and the merchant he was one of the coolest parts of the game. Which I hate they didn't repeat that in later games. You know, it was like, what are you selling? <laughs> what are you buying? <laughs> oh man, that's a good one. That's a good. One. My my number four is Resident Evil. Resident. I cannot talk. Resident Evil One. The original? Yeah. The original. The okay. Okay. the original. Well. Because that remakes, where's that? They both, in my opinion, they both operate the same. They just got better graphics. 
so I guess it doesn't really matter in my opinion. But um, oh, you know, one. I mean, the remake does have those freaking chrome or crimson heads. Yeah, yeah crimson, crimson heads. heads At least a Trevor. Yeah, yeah they had, had a ton of content. content. But yes, freaking crimson. Sucky. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but Resident Evil One is my fourth one, mainly because. It, it introduced me into the franchise like I actually played the games Resident Evil in order they came out so yeah, so I played one two three four uh Cold Veronica after four right Cold Veronica came out before part for Resident Evil 4 oh okay so I didn't play it before it came out the title the number ones I played before it gotcha out before gotcha it but uh yeah if you were a uh if you're a yeah, ps2 one, gamer then it was you played code it, veronica it, after part four because part four came out for gamecube um and you're right was released yep, on you're PS2. absolutely right you're absolutely i remember it now and then code veronica x came out for the ps2 so i have to check the dates but i think uh, that's how yep, it you're right you're right you're right you're right so yeah it was uh so i played the number one supporter but resident evil one is what introduced me into the Resident Evil franchise, and yeah, it was um, it was scary, but it did this intentionally. Uh, it did what I'm about to say intentionally. I mean, not intentionally. Uh, I think mistake. At least I wanted to say they did it unintentionally. Uh, the game was scary, but it kind of kept you at an ease or a level type of calm and scary because of the acting oh yeah in the game <laughs> so every time they act or had to speak in the game it kind of burned the tension down from your heart being racing out of your chest <laughs> so <laughs> you're almost a chill sandwich but probably <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about me I have this and Enrique <laughs> Barry, where's Barry? Blood. I hope this isn't Chris's blood. Oh, <laughs> uh. some of the best stuff ever, man. <laughs> yeah, so that's 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 really it for one. Like it, it basically just introduced into the franchise. Well, I'm gonna have to second you with the uh, with the number four uh, entry. And that would be Resident Evil 1, but I'm going to go with the Resident Evil 1 remake. Now, Resident Evil 1 was good, and it wasn't my first game in the franchise, but it was definitely one that I spent a ton of time with. But then in 2000, 2001, whenever the remake came out, and it just upscaled everything, made the pre-rendered backgrounds look better, like, just made the game player, added so much extra content. I mean, it was so freaking good and just mind-blowing at the time like and just going back and then uh, obviously the crimson heads they suck but but then freaking lisa trevor's whole section and that whole story and then seeing the shark neptune and just re just reimagining that whole area and that giant freaking plant like um and the fact that you could beat the game and not save some of the characters and beat the game and save a bunch of the characters. I mean, it just really changed things and given uh, extra perspective on just what was going on with Barry and Wesker. And you actually get to see a lot more behind the scenes um, 
in the game on what's going on in the world, in the story, and in the universe. And it really, really did a good job of fleshing out that story and really taking characters that you already cared about. And I, in my opinion, made you care um, a little bit more about them. So I think that by and large, the Resident Evil 1 remake was did a better job with the story. And of course, graphics and sound design was just amazing. And the extra content was really good too. Awesome, awesome. Uh, my fifth one, I just swapped it, and I think I might even ashamed to say this. <laughs> I already have ashamed to say this, but I don't even think I want to put it on the list because I really forgot what really, really happened in the game, which is Resident Evil Three. I can't really remember. Like the main things that happened in the game besides it was Jill and Nemesis. Yeah. So I can't remember what really went down. Like I can remember two and one because I played those multiple times. Uh, and I played all the Resident Evil games multiple times. But damn, remember those completion bonuses. But I just cannot remember three for the light. So I'm going to go with five is my fifth and five and I, mean, I say that just because uh now it's starting to go down the feel of what i really dislike about games that i have played so five is now if five is five and it is all got to do with took away horror I ain't got nothing to say about it. Oh, besides what I already said about it. It just it just completely negated horror. And that's why it's at the bottom of that list. I feel you. I feel <laughs> you. So uh well my number five would be Resident Evil Seven. Now I know you've already talked about how you thought that was such a return to form when it comes to the horror. Um but like and it really was, and I agree. And the tension was there, and the game was great. I mean, it had so many things going for it. Graphically, it looked amazing. Uh, the story was actually really good. It really did a good job of putting a lot of information there and kind of uh, expanding the universe. You know, the game had gotten so big and so bloated and really gotten, you know, so over the top with six that it really, really did a good job of dialing it down and putting it, you know, simplifying it back into the actual horror, uh, which is Resident Evil. And it really got it back to a pure form. But some of the things like changing Chris's appearance, that just really didn't work for me, adding him at the end of the game, oh you know? Oh my goodness. What the heck was they thinking? I just don't. I just don't know how you can go from roided Chris to CrossFit Chris like that. Yeah, you can't give us Cole Veronica all over again after we didn't already have what we had. You got us a taste of the hunk. We want the hunk back. <laughs> and the Incredible Hulk Chris, and then they give us the, uh, the little itty-bitty CrossFit Chris. But, you know, like, the game had some great DLC, like some scary DLC. It had some really good puzzle DLC, because, you know, the puzzles weren't that great in Resident Evil 7. I mean, they were there, and it was good to have them because, you know, you went from, like, 4, 5, and 6 to where each entry, the puzzles died down and dwindled into nothing. And that is a very important part of Resident Evil. Um, but, you know, you go and you kind of dial it back. Now, the character Ethan didn't really work for me all that well either. Uh, it wasn't 
it wasn't a deal breaker. It wasn't a bad thing. I just really would have preferred to be one of the mainstays in the franchise. But that's kind of a small grade. I was about to say, so why? I was about to say, so why is this in the the the, the low of the top five? <laughs> well, it is still one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you you know what? You got to deduct, deduct points for this too as well because this was a major, major. major. I'm like. I'm baffled at the end of this game. I'm like, where is my freaking rocket? Dude, for real. Why am <laughs> yeah, a just... handgun, man? What the heck? A handgun took out the main You have this boss. crazy boss battle, this over-the-top boss battle, and then they land oh, the plane with a handgun, knowing that in every Resident Evil game, they drop a freaking rocket launcher for the sky, and that's how you're supposed to kill them. And, and look, he in the helicopter waiting to throw down this big briefcase. We get the big briefcase, but this is a tutu in that mud. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you want me to do with this? I'm like, Piece this? What the heck am I supposed to I got the cricket from Men in Black. What the heck am I supposed <laughs> to do with cricket. this? Hey, but what am I going to do with this junk, man? It really did. It just oh, wasn't that, the same. I, know. I really want to be in the green room. They, they say this. I hope that person work on another Resident Evil game and it's like <laughs> who, come in, who came up with that concept it's like alright guys you know how we always end oh. with a giant rocket launcher at the end for the main boss I got this great idea here's what we're going to do we're going to have the helicopter we're going to build the climax it's going to be up we're going to drop a pistol well at that point you're supposed to come out with DLC and then make that person has some type of he blacked out Ethan blacked out for a second <laughs> and then dreamed that Chris was playing a joke on him but when he opened the case it was really the rocket that's when the DLC is supposed to come out <laughs> Oh, it could be the uh, lipstick rocket like uh, um, Ada had in one of the Chronicle games the lipstick <laughs> rocket launcher <laughs> uh, CrossFit Chris came out there and just freaking boulder punched him so that's that. <laughs> uh, and then, <laughs> number six is also number six. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and that's only because Leon is the only Resident Evil campaign in the whole entire campaigns in that game. <laughs> Dude, Re Leon's campaign was oh, really good man. too. And that's all I got to say. It freaking started off like old school horror on a college campus. Just looked good, felt good. It was dark, man. It just screamed like old school Resident Evil horror. Mm -hmm. You had the slow moving zombies. I mean, like it was like a little bit of mystery going on. You know, like it was just. It really did set the stage for what could have been a really good Resident Evil game. But you, it controlled so freaking good. Like you could do anything in it. Like, I really, really was digging where it started, and then it goes way off the freaking rails. <laughs> <laughs> like, started off good. Before you know it, you're crashing helicopters, you're flipping over freaking uh, buses and wrecking cars, and then you got this giant T-Rex freaking thing going on at the end, and these giant spider bugs, and just, it went nuts. Oh, yeah. All of, that guy did so many... The, he was making a mockery out, out of bosses Resident Evil, that guy. <laughs> he just kept freaking doing the freezer on us. Just kept changing. He was over <laughs> 9,000. He just kept transforming. And so, yeah, that's 
that's the only reason why I really well I ain't gonna say I really said that's the only reason I got somewhat sympathy for that game because of Leon's campaign and I really I actually want to take it off the list because <laughs> I don't even want to put it on the list because it, it, it messed up the possible best scene that any Resident Evil game could have ever had and they just messed it all up and it makes me want to take this off the list and put it in the corner and what I'm talking about <laughs> is when Leon and Chris meet on screen for the first time Dude, in yes. Resident Evil history and we some fans thought that they were enemies for some reason rivals I don't know what gave them the reason to believe that but one can be perceive that because they just never been on screen and they never talked about each other in any game previous and this is the opportunity the most beloved characters in the series yes like those absolutely. are like the two main characters and i probably would put jill and wesker or swap whatever after them and then they just said leah chris <laughs> scene cut to the next one what the freaking heck man what the yes <laughs> it was terrible man because it was all this build up and all you wanted to see were these two guys coming at it like your two mainstays in the franchise the two main guys like the most popular people in it and they, and they had this all this tension build up whose side are they going to be on what's going to happen these guys have never crossed paths before in the actual franchise and then here comes this epic build up and then right when you're like oh man what's gonna happen my man chris is gonna win oh no leon's getting pretty good over the years what's gonna happen and then they they come together and as quick as it came it was gone and nothing happened exactly it was, exactly it's just like what was the point like you just wasted it it went to the net scene exactly <laughs> It's like, why would we even do that? Like, like we could have had a big buildup with someone else that they weren't going to kill or fight or whatever. That, that, that's, that's probably the biggest mistake that they came up with before, um, besides going action-packed. Honestly, that's how I really feel about it. I really feel that that's probably... Besides going action-packed as one of their biggest mistakes, I would like to say that is by far the biggest mistake that they lost that opportunity to make I, I agree you, you can't you can't they had every op they had every reason to actually fight each other because they even when they were on they're working on the same side it's like <laughs> you got chris talking about this chick named ada and you got leon who's <laughs> In denial about the relationship that he has Gee, for real. with this chick. Acts <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't know about her. I mean, they had every all the spaghetti, meatballs, pastas, dude, or whatever you want to call it, all the fits for this scene, and it just cut to the next scene. Dude, it was such oh. a waste, and it could have been the biggest moment in I the franchise. The show right now. <laughs> <laughs> It could have been the biggest thing in the Resident Evil franchise. That that showdown, you could have done so much with it. I mean, you could have had whole games based on that conflict. 
but yet all they did was freaking like oh i'm with i, I think i'm with ada oh I, i'm against her oh what are we gonna do let's pull our guns at each other and then let's oh. just uh, let's run off it just didn't make any sense oh jake is and jake oh my gosh <laughs> what a wasted he's opportunity stuck. he's stuck in a crap you can't be wester and cry like he could have been the big bad you know what i'm saying like he could have been like the like we could have had like such a big build up with him and he could have taken the franchise to the next level it could have been wesker's Mm. gone now we got Mm -hmm. the new wesker but instead we just got this endless runner campaign and him fussing and crying i want to exile the whole cast of people who worked on it just exile (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know what y'all gave us this campaign it didn't make any sense it was fun to play it was great I mean you could do anything like you could there's the best control in Resident Evil game to date so you could roll around you could knife you could stab you could slide you could do all this <laughs> cool stuff uh, but like at the end of the day like the biggest the, the, you could have had this exact same game with all the complaints everybody has with it but if you would have nailed the Chris and Leon encounter and if you would have done something with Jake besides make him a giant freaking moody teenager like well he, he doesn't necessarily oh go ahead I was just saying like like he, he, he could have been the next Wesker he could have been the next thing like when him and Chris get in this little oh you killed my dad oh yeah I killed your dad like they could have done something with that but they didn't do anything yeah, and that could have possibly. Yeah, I was just about to say, or he could have just been a good Western. Like a good, like a good guy. Wester, but they, he didn't have anything but Wesker's blood. Yeah, he had a little bit of strength. Like, real, for Not, real. Yeah, a older little bit of strength. Of strength. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he wasn't nowhere. He ain't punching boulders. Like, Chris is stronger than this cat, man. He <laughs> Chris punching boulders. And you got Wesker's blood in you, and you can barely flip a log. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so my number six uh, is going to be the uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. Are you cheating? <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> you cheating like a mug. I, I knew you was gonna cheat there. I don't I know about I don't know about cheating. <laughs> but, you know, like we didn't talk about this before the show, so I wanted our list to be a surprise for each other. Uh, but you know, I don't look. The Resident Evil Two remake doesn't replace the original game. The original game is still standalone best. It's because they changed things. <laughs> I should have known you was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a great game and it's a beautiful game, but like it can't replace the, it's all this first, <laughs> or excuse me, the, the original. So it's got to be a nice perspective. It's got to be its own <laughs> entry in the list. You know, it's like I said, fantastic looking game, amazing sounding game, uh, but a standalone game. Nonetheless. Oh, whoa, whoa. I'll give it the best. I give it the best looking horror game but i'm okay you know what no no i'm sorry i can't say that i gotta give it, i still gotta give it to the metal group at least for their error and this is all in the same era well yeah every metal gear game that came out for that era trumped any other game that has played mm-hmm. graphics I'm uh, not yeah sure it. until the next you know resident evil game I came out i buy it yeah, definitely bias. <laughs> but Resident Evil 2 Remake is, like I said, probably one of the best-looking games that's come out uh, and definitely mm-hmm. one of the best-looking horror games of all time. 
uh, and it plays amazing. Uh, it sounds amazing. Uh, and the tension, the absolute mm-hmm. tension that they added with Mr. X is both good and bad because as much as I enjoyed playing that game, it was so beautiful. And I wanted to look around, but that freaking Mr. X was chasing me everywhere and I didn't get to enjoy dark. it. And I agree. It, had too many, it was too dark. It was too many dark areas. That, there were definitely so. some dark spots in it, too, for sure. There's some spots that you mm-hmm. can't see anything. Mm-hmm. And what's unfortunate is that we, you know, we did a review on this game. Uh, for the 2236 podcast and unfortunately we had kind of we had lost that audio um and you know in that in that recording i had talked a lot about you know the things that they had changed and the things that you know worked and didn't work for me and it'd be really be great if we could get off get that show back i got it we can recover it i got it just matter of audio (laughs) well let's you know we'll we'll put up you know put a pin in there hopefully that'll be something we can salvage but that game had its problems, and I have problems with the way they changed things. And then the things that they added and made look good and made made and they did add to the story. Uh, they didn't re- they didn't replace the things that I thought were crucial uh, as a longtime fan. So that being said, as wonderful as the Resident Evil Two remake is, and it really is truly wonderful, uh, it is not my even in my top five. You know, and now this list, I want to go ahead and there's going to be some listeners who might challenge me because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, this list might change the next time. I might go back and play one of these games and say, you know, this is better than I remember. But as it stands of right now, this recording, I, I sat back in, just listened to a little bit of music score and I just compiled my list and I really thought about it. And I was like, you know what? Resident Evil 2 Remake uh, doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have uh, that top five for me so all right your no- yeah. number seven my number seven is now i'm just really just putting them in i don't really have a anything under five really like i got my top five all the rest of them are resident evil games that i have just played you know what i'm saying okay and I can't really remember too much of them, but I do remember a vast knowledge of the story. I can still go toe-to-toe with you, girl, when it comes to plot points and stuff like that. I just, I can't remember Co-Veronica and not too much of Revelations, which is my number seven. Revelations. Okay, that's that's a really good one. Yeah. Well, my number seven is Resident Evil 3. You know, we've already kind of talked about that one. It was somewhat forgettable, but it was Raccoon City. It it was, it looked really good for its time. Um, I do remember it being fun, but much shorter than the rest of them. And it did add uh, some features to it then, you know, that were really good. It was a bit of an improvement uh, when it comes to some stuff. But I just, that's, I've played Resident Evil 3, the original, the least of all Almost all the of all the main titles, I played that one the mm-hmm. least. Yep, that's why I can't remember them. So now I'm not ashamed no anymore. No, no, it's totally cool. <laughs> it's actually when you said that, I felt a little relieved because you know <laughs> I was like, you know, I play some of these games over and over and over. Like I started Resident Evil Four in January. You know, I pl- I'm playing back through Resident Evil Four again. Um, and so some some of these games, I just go through them over and over and over again. But then some of them I've played through maybe once or twice, and and I haven't returned. Um, so did you have one that you wanted to use for your number eight? Yep, Resident, uh, Revelations 2. Okay, yeah, that was another That was yep. another good one. Yeah, uh, the Revelations games, I... One, I, I, the first one I like, you know, Jill. That was 
dope. I like Jill. My, no. my top five favorite characters to play with. Hey, it's only really five anyway. <laughs> anyway, but um, uh, yeah. that's pretty much it. Like, I'm not really a huge fan of uh, what, what what was it? Was it a Nintendo game or a handheld before it came to the, the station? Revelations was on the 3DS, the Nintendo 3DS first. Three- yeah, see, yeah, see, I, I'm not a fan of handhelds and all that stuff. I'll play them if I got one, but yeah, I never played Revelations until it came to the station. And then Part 2 came out, I was like, well, I'm a Resident Evil fan, and I ain't seen Barry in a minute, so there you go. <laughs> I dig it, I dig it. All right, well, my uh, number eight would be Resident Evil Code Veronica. I know we talked about it earlier. That one had uh, more of the tank controls feel. It was one of the you know original releases. I played it. I bought a Dreamcast. I, I taught my dad into buying a Dreamcast uh, just for this game. Now I don't remember like when the Dreamcast came out, like how close to launch the Resident Evil Code Veronica came out for the Dreamcast. But I do remember when it came out, we purchased a Dreamcast. It was at a Myrtle Beach KB Toys. Uh, he bought me. Yeah, the Dreamcast and Resident Evil Code Veronica, and I played the ever-loving fool out of it. Now, <laughs> it has its flaws because, as we've talked about recently on the Loot Bros podcast, uh, Steve Burns, the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio kind of wannabe, and sure. uh, Alfred Ashford and his ridiculous laugh. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> so corny. And if you don't remember it, Donnie, you need to look it up. I will actually sample it into this show because I have it on a soundboard when I do my editing. It is part of... <laughs> I, I use it. It is so bad. Um, but that game had some heavy, heavy, heavy cheese to it. So, uh, what you got for number nine? Um, is it cool if I do number nine and ten? Cause it's go go much, for it, man. Alright, number nine and ten are the Outbreak 1 and 2. Uh, Outbreak was, yeah, I don't remember, again, it's been, I only play uh, Outbreak maybe once, and I, I can't even remember if you can go back and beat it with different characters or not, but I only beat it with the one character, and only reason I really stayed with it is because, you know, I started a game, so I must finish the game, because I already started it, <laughs> so that's pretty yeah. much it, but it did have... Some of those same dope elements as two and bumped it up a notch. And what I yep. mean by that is the same thing that happened in two, like um take something, it's not there the next time you go around, or in this case, if somebody else comes and play with a different character, it's not there and all that stuff. But bump it up a notch by you can actually swap as well between yep. the characters that's there on the screen with you. Also, if somebody that's on your squad dies, that's it. And to bump that up a notch, you get a f- infected. Yep. <laughs> you know, so you turn into a zombie, and if that happens, well, sorry for you. You know? <laughs> you know that's a, so that right there is the, uh, what I liked about Outbreak, and it was different you know i don't mind giving different a shot it's stuck it's stuck but at least you were different yep and you know it was crazy as how before it's time those games were 
the Outbreak files had, you could buy a modem, you could pop it onto the back of your PlayStation 2, you could play online with a dial-up connection, and all of the eight different survivors, you could play together. Now, I never got to experience that because oh, down here in old, in old South Carolina, we didn't have internet <laughs> that could do anything like that, you know. Uh, but I did buy the, um, I bought the little modem. I uh, put a hard drive in my PlayStation 2 and then modded it to download all my games to it. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I did play the Outbreak games. I really, really enjoyed them. And <laughs> it doesn't make... Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense at all why we don't have these games on current-gen consoles with the internet infrastructure. That we, This game would just, in my opinion, print money. You know, let a bunch of people play as a traditional survivor, survival horror game online with each other. I don't understand why... We don't have a lot of the older stuff that Station oh, yeah. Two had. That's I'm try, I'm quite sure can easily, easily, easily be implemented into the, the Station Three, Four, and the next gen and all that stuff. But like, you know, Ghostbusters should have been a multiplayer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I don't understand why we don't have it like that just like how you just stated with the Resident Evil games and or games of that likewise the future and present as well it's like come on man you get these we we pre- <laughs> people don't want to say it in the middle and all that stuff but we we playing PC with these consoles I don't care what you want to say these are freaking <laughs> yep. they're freaking computers okay everything the PC can do we can do except for break the freaking code that's it you know what I'm saying but I don't see why we don't they don't do that. They don't utilize that stuff. But yeah, we just cry baby gamer so. <laughs> yep. Uh so it's my turn for number nine. Uh yep. my number nine would be Resident Evil Zero. Now I don't know if you got to spend any time with this one. This one was uh, a GameCube joint. I I never played it, but I do know about the story. Yeah, well, it is it is a good one. It introduced a system where you could item swap and drop items in certain rooms and double back and get them later. Ooh. But it sacrificed the uh, the item crates, so you no longer had item crates. You just had, you know, areas that you would almost use. Like what I would do is I'd find a room that I would like. Okay, here's the safe room. Here's I can I can save in here. I can. I can kind of re-up. So I would just drop my items in there and then run back to them if I needed them. Okay, well, so, that's that was, that's more that's more realistic if you want to yeah, uh, say yeah. logical, I guess you could say, or I ain't going to say logical, realistic-wise, that's more because I'm not going to drop something in the drop box in the downstairs linen closet and then go to the freaking cellar and it'll be there too. You know, <laughs> be nice though. <laughs> I wish yeah, I could do was. that here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope though. It'd be dope. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, you know, this one, I the things that I didn't like about the game were the they experimented with the T virus on animals and insects. So a lot of your Peter's a lot of your enemies were. You know, Peter would be pooped. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of your enemies were just monkeys and bats and roaches and just it just didn't work for me i'm a traditional zombie guy uh the game overall was still really good and it you went back into 
a mansion and you come off of a train it just it had some really good stuff the leeches were really really cool that was a really good addition um but overall it just wasn't you know it made my top 10 but it's it, it kind of barely did and this one mm-hmm. my actual number 10 i have i go back and forth on because in my memory and in my heart this game is probably way better than it really is the vibe and it probably yeah. No, I didn't say no. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is Resident Evil Dead Aim. It was a PS2 joint. It uh, was third person until you got into a battle scene. And then it would switch to first person, but just the just the reticle, just your little crosshair. It's almost like an on-rail shooter. Um, oh, that's and, how it worked? I thought it, was, yeah. I thought it was like that the whole time. Like, I, I don't nope. know the story of Dead Aim, but I know gameplay of Dead Aim. Yep, and it, it's it's really, I... really good. It's really good. And it's one of those games that I just, I would I would love, man, put that back, put that on PS4, put it on PS5, whatever. Let me play on PS3, I don't care. Shoot, let me play on the Vita. You know, that's another game I would love to go back through. Because right now, I actually don't own a PS2. And my backwards compatible PS3, the disk drive broke. So I don't I don't have a way currently to revisit that game. You said uh, backwards compatible PS3. You got the big body. Yeah, I got the fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got it's sitting in my basement right now. But uh, you got the yeah. the you got the, the <laughs> you got the Stafford and Son edition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Dead Aim is one that I look back on really fondly, and maybe it's not as good as I remember. But it's one of those that when I when I hear Resident Evil fans talk, I'm like, oh man, no one must have played this game because it was really good. But one of my most fond memories, one of the, the things I loved about it the most, was that when you beat the game, there's a band uh, called Rise, and they have a song called Gunshot, and it's like uh, I don't know if they're Puerto Rican, but it's like a Puerto Rican rap rock band. So it's like a, it's a cool, you know what I'm saying? Like rock gu- guitar riff. And these dudes are just, you know, screaming, singing the words gunshot over and over again. And it's just, and then he raps over it in <laughs> Spanish. And it's just, it's so good. It was like one of those things to where like I've played through the end. Um, I beat the tranny boss because he's like a dude who morphs into like a chick. And he was like really weird about like trying to become the perfect life form. And in his eyes, the perfect life form was <laughs> becoming a woman. And it was just, it was like, he was just, it was a really weird like ending. Does, does the <laughs> alphabet like, plus people know about them? I, I, you know what? I don't know. They'd probably be kind of <laughs> mad about it too. <laughs> uh, but that was pre alphabet plus movement. You know what I'm You're saying? You're demonizing so, our beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> But this dude, like, he was he was way ahead of his time, man. He was just doing all that stuff, and, and it was when the game was over. I was like, man, that was that was pretty neat. I really enjoyed that game. And then the song comes on, and I just I'm a huge fan of rap rock. So like, I was like, man, this is this is cool. So I, I just I've always looked back on that game very fondly, uh, and it, and it wasn't in my top ten until we start talking, and I swapped my number ten out for this game, just Would because. I can't tell you because see we're gonna have to come back another day and we're gonna have to talk about the rest of the games. Ooh, that maybe you see what I yeah. did there. You see what I yeah. did there. <laughs> yeah, see we're gonna have to come back on another night and talk about the rest of the Resident Evil games that are left in the franchise uh, and what what they did well and what they didn't do so well. So 
Oh, uh, Donnie. Girl, talk too much. <laughs> hey, man, that's what we do. When the two of us get together, you know what I'm saying? The double D virus. Uh, so, but, Donnie, I really, really double appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, and we knocked out, we hammered out our top 10 uh, uh, in the Resident Evil franchise. And you know what's great about this? We only had one answer that was the same. And that was the original Resident Evil game. Yeah, so, I was about to say that. <laughs> even, so if you're if, even, if it, even if yours was the remake version, I still count it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, technically, it's still the first game. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, if if you're a Resident Evil fan and you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us some feedback. You know, you can write into the show at two two three six podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, go to iTunes, Apple Podcast, uh, all the different podcast apps. Leave us some feedback. Uh, we will return, um, and we're going to talk about the the, the later releases because we still got over 10 Resident Evil games left to talk about. About 15, 20, <laughs> 25 more games to talk then, about. <laughs> there you go. And then we got, you know, we got, we have a lot. We have a lot to talk about in this franchise. But uh, coming up down the down the road, we will have a couple indie survival horror uh, reviews, some games that I'm working with, some uh, horror developers with. Super excited to talk about. Uh, Donnie, I really appreciate you being on the show, man. If there's anything you want to plug or anything you want to tell uh, the listeners, uh, yeah. now is your chance. Uh, yes, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i back. Whatever talk is back. Uh, I recorded my first show a week ago as of recording this one. And uh, I got to say, uh, it feels good. It feels good. I Over the past I'm just going to just round it out to two years because that's about the last time I did a whatever talk but I come to realize that talking may actually be my therapy not you know yeah it just may be my therapy I don't know yet it just feels good to do it and it feels good talking about things that I talk about which is very raw and out there and pretty much everything that everybody else is afraid to say i'm that cat that says so check out resonate oh dang <laughs> <laughs> check out whatever talk when it comes out i don't have a set time when it's going to come out yet but i will be going back and re-releasing episodes 62 on up to the present because it's only me and another cat, which is the cast of whatever talk this time, and that's when Simply Cal, which is my co-host, he came on in episode two, I believe. So I'm gonna re-release all those and set forth the new ones. We only recorded one, but you know what I'm trying to say. So go yeah, back yeah. and listen to some whatever talk and get those out there. If there's any episode that's not out there that you want to listen to. Let me know, you know, Facebook, whatever talk podcast, just the group, or just get at me on wherever you can find me at, and just say, want this episode, I will actually email it, give it to you, free of charge. And I have this other project that I'm working on. (sighs) This is a serious one, but I know what you're... I just know you LOL'd as I'm about to say this. 
but it's going to be religion related and mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm just going to just say that I don't, I don't want to bring change the mood from what it is now because that was what I'm what is called and what is going to be talking about that would most definitely change the mood of right now I'm just going to say that but go to listen to the latest episode of whatever talk which will be episode 94 because I'm picking back up where I left from because it's still season one after all these years (laughs) (laughs) and you will get some intel on my side project that will be coming out real soon and I just hope you have an open mind about it that's all just pay attention to what I'm saying because that I'm saying very clear and just and shout out to my my family my wife kid uh, love y'all all the other family got for rest of the cat in the world even though I am a misanthropy I think that's how you pronounce it all that would be explained in episode or whatever taught 94 <laughs> all right there you go all right well i uh am the host of the loot bros podcast this is a weekly podcast you can find where we talk about video games uh we make a lot of dumb jokes i have a handful of special guests that host other podcasts that kind of come on and fill in as my guys may or may not be able to make it uh, we cover all all types of stuff. So we have a blast on that show. It releases every week. You can find it on every single podcast platform out there. Um, that is the Loot Bros Podcast. This uh, is my passion project. This right here, 2236. This will be something that I'm going to continue to work on and grow. Thank you so much to everyone who's already reviewed the show. I got a few messages today from people who were like, hey, I checked out the show. I really dug the first episode, even though it was a re-release. Um they left some reviews and some feedback so I was super super stoked if you're listening to the show please uh, leave a review help me get it out there I would really like to grow this in the Resident Evil and horror community to get some more people like me and Donnie you know out and about talking about this kind of stuff so uh, that being said thank you so much for tuning in and we will be back soon with some more survival horror and action with a twist of horror <laughs> Peace out. Holla, holla, holla.